Welcome to the Psych to Practice podcast, a podcast designed to blend information, resources, and collaboration to energize your practice and your life. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Christner, and we are going to take a deep dive into all things mental health. My experience, passion, and a bit of luck has provided me with incredible opportunities. Of these, what strikes me the most are the many conversations where I hear not only the information that others have to share, but their passion behind it. On this podcast, I'm looking to bring you the same experience. We'll talk with experts, practitioners, each other, and most importantly, you. Now, get ready. Let's get psyched to practice. everyone and welcome to the psych to practice podcast i'm your host paul wagner joining me is ray christner and today we have a living psyched episode for you uh focusing in on tiktok yeah what a what a uh side uh path we've taken with this one um yeah i think this was a timely one and you know i think just us sharing a little bit about maybe our path of acceptance toward tiktok i think acceptance is the right word (laughs) there yeah and uh yeah talking about maybe how we how we use it differently or we think about it maybe differently um yeah so for paul for me you know when, when we were kind of going through this one of the things that uh you said that I, I kind of was my maybe my takeaway because it's something I had to get to is giving ourselves permission to be part of the TikTok process without it being that necessarily we're going to just take all this bad information from it. That, you know, I think the starting point is just saying, OK, hey, this is something that's out there. It's not going away soon. Instead of ignoring it, let's figure out how to be part. Yeah. My takeaway blends beautifully with that of as we're allowing ourselves to take part, really the counterweight to that is then we have to vet the information as well, mm-hmm. um, which is the same that we do in just about every other area. Right. Um, this one, I just had a harder time getting to that point yeah. and I think now I can use it much more effectively. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And and those of you listening, uh, we'd be interested in your take on TikTok and maybe the positives, negatives and what you can share with how you use it in maybe a positive way. Maybe share share a few TikToks, you know, yeah. uh, on our social media page. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you can send a link. Like, I'm fairly confident I could do that one. Um, <laughs> but with that, we hope you enjoy this Living Psyched episode. TikTok, you don't stop. We're back and we're doing another living psyched episode. And, uh, you know, today talking about TikTok, uh, you know, right. it's, it's, I think something just about everyone is in some way, shape or form familiar with, uh, yeah. whether you love it, you hate it, you know, there is TikTok and it exists and, uh, wanting to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And, you know, something that I will have to say, I probably never could have imagined in my professional career that I'm having a conversation about TikTok, um, and, and I think maybe that's what led us to doing it. You know, I, I, you know, I've been such a uh, 
very harsh critic of TikTok. And I, you know, I think as a mental health provider, have really had this disdain for it as a platform because I was seeing what I was viewing as kind of a, a damaging effect, you know, where mm-hmm. you know, I had all these people coming in going, I think I'm autistic because I saw this on TikTok, or I think I'm ADHD because I saw this on TikTok or on TikTok, they said to do this to fix my depression. And, mm-hmm. and I, I got to a point where I, um, gosh, I couldn't think of anything good about it. And I mean, I just was, you know, you know and, and I would say that, um, in some ways there was ignorance on my behalf with that. And uh, so surprisingly, I've had a little change of view and I think you're familiar with why I had a change of view. Yeah. And uh, it was the same moment for me, truly, Um, you know, and it was our our conversation uh, with Dr. Russell Ramsey um, focusing specifically on ADHD, but you know, he's talking there about how TikTok can become an effective screening tool. Um, and I'm, I'm sitting across from Ray and I remember seeing like the, that light bulb moment for him and like it kind of <laughs> like dawned on me. I was like, wow, yeah, no, there, there's more to this than it just being yeah. kind of a broad entertainment platform and mm-hmm. kind of just be overall dismissive towards it. Yeah. Um, and it can really be something that can be utilized. I, I think my concept for it previously was like WebMD, but entertaining and a lot more people trying their hat on what's right. going on. And so coming in back in the day, WebMD was that like, oh, you know, I think, you know, I put in my symptoms and it's telling me worst case scenario things. And right. more likely than not, that's not accurate. It's just, that's the thing that's at the top of the list. Yeah. Um, and with TikTok, I think a similar thing, I, I you know, reference even another episode, um, bit of a confirmation bias, you know, right. Tide Pods, I attribute that to TikTok. And that's mm. kind of where my, I was like, <laughs> you know, th- this is not a, this is not a helpful platform. Right. And oddly enough, I, I think for me, one of the first times I really kind of bucked back against kind of a, a major turning point in, in entertainment and kind of technology um, and something I really didn't engage with where previous social media being fairly familiar with it. And so mm-hmm. um, I, I think there was even a bit of like a resentment there for me of like, oh, I, this came about and I wasn't there at its kind of conception, oh, wow. or at least it wasn't on my radar. And yeah. now I feel like I'm coming in in the unknown and I'm not, I don't like that. So right. I, having to come to grips with that for myself personally. And if if you were in the unknown, I don't even know where <laughs> I was at because, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, um, yeah, I have to say like I, I had opinions about it. I never really watched a TikTok video. Like, I mean, I know my kids did and I've heard, but it was not something I really, you know, I think I've maybe seen some that were funny videos of someone dancing or it was somebody wrecking a golf cart or something. But yeah, it was, I really didn't know enough about it. And I, I think for me, I think when Russell Ramsey made that comment, kind of the eye opener for me was, you know, okay, TikTok's not going away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at least it's not going to go away now. There will be something else in the future. Um, but we can't just look at it for the negatives of it and that it, you know, even with us doing this podcast, you know, why do we do it? it our goal is to disseminate information to people. Mm-hmm. And even in the platform of TikTok, I think his comment made when he said it was, could be a screener. Right. Like it's not a diagnostic tool. And even though some people really buy into what's said there, even if it's not necessarily correct, 
for some, it does open the door for them to seek help. And that dissemination of information maybe will help create a better quality of life for some. And if it's one, I I think we can't dismiss it. And I think that's where I was, my, my cognitive set needed shifting was that I, I looked at it very all or nothing. It was, you know, it's not good. So we have to we have to tell people not to do it. And now I would say is we coexist with it differently. And mm-hmm. how, how can we use it in life in a way that it does provide us maybe a hint of knowledge, maybe not the best knowledge all the time, but at least it opens our eyes to something that we might look at different since that episode with, with Russ, I, uh, I've watched a few TikTok things. Most of them honestly are food related, but it, you know, they had some videos that made me go, oh, that's a cool hack. I'm going to you know try mm-hmm. this. And it led me to then go down a whole different path with cooking from a little video. And I think with mental health, we can use it the same way. Yeah. A little tidbit that will help guide us to a path of greater knowledge. So that's kind of how I'm restructuring my thought with it. Even thinking of it as like a tool. Yeah. The, the idea and the, the closest thing I can really come up to it is YouTube. Mm. I use YouTube pretty consistently mm. in treatment and it's content creators. There's good information on YouTube and there's bad information on YouTube. So why do I have a different perception for TikTok? Right. Because, in, you know, when I'm using it and as I'm adapting it to be this tool now, it's saying that, hey, we need to scrutinize our sources we need to not you know take everything at a face value but there can be really good information there right. too and we need to sort it out um i retiled my backsplash off a youtube video it turned out pretty good <laughs> you know i but i watched a lot of videos that weren't good and then right. i find you know i found right. one where it's like okay i'm doing this i'm looking at the reviews i'm doing these different things and i think that that you know if we're trying to look at tiktok as a resource mm-hmm. being able to make sure that we're not just taking it and saying well this is then the reality but rather it's exposing us to a different concept and idea and we have to dig further as you said kind of going down that yeah. rabbit hole to learn more and saying yeah. is there some validity or truth to this so i think that's that's interesting because I, I think that that really clarifies kind of where my thoughts have gone is that there's a what is it? I think Hamlet, uh, nothing is good or bad. It's thinking that makes it. So is the the yeah. quote, something like that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that, that it's good or bad, but our thinking has to be, how do we become good consumers of the information? And, and your, your thing about YouTube, like, gosh, don't we have this through every generation where somebody says this new thing that came out, um, it's bad. It's terrible. We should wait. I've been practicing long enough. I remember conversations with parents where they're like, this YouTube thing's terrible. Like my kids just want to watch all these YouTube videos. Then all of a sudden I have teenagers who learn how to fix their own cars by watching YouTube videos. And then our, our mindset changes, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, we become different consumers. We, we look at them, we try to vet maybe the videos we're watching. I think, yeah, TikTok's maybe the same thing shorter videos, um, you know, a lot of different <laughs> content at times, but, you know, I think for, you know, the piece of how do we live with TikTok, I think the idea of being a consumer and being thoughtful and kind of going, okay, what can I take from that video? Um, you know, I found myself watching and, and honestly, I'll blame you, Paul, for this, you know, you know, a few therapy videos, you know, some people that are 
you know, making a little humorous video and, and they're, they are therapists. I think, you know, have some validity. Um, they're a little corny. I kind of watch <laughs> them and go, but at the root, it's still imparting some knowledge. It's something where, again, somebody can kind of go, okay, yeah, he's joking about these relationships that people are in, but wow, there's a little hint of truth. That's enough that it makes somebody interested. That's a good tool. Mm -hmm. If we can help when people are coming in and talking about, oh, I saw this on TikTok or kind of referencing it it, within our sessions, I try to be much more open and engaging with that and asking, Mm -hmm. hey, do you have it still? Like, you know, can you go back and can you search for it? Can you show it to me? Um, And then we can kind of review it together and look at it through a different lens. Mm -hmm. And depending on the content of it, I try to look through it from as objective of a lens as I can. And now trying to say, how do we distill out the important things? So, yeah. um, you know, versus what's entertainment or what is for show. I, I think, again, coming back to it, when you're talking about the, the new wave, uh, there's a Simpsons meme. I think it's Principal Skinner, you know, saying, <laughs> you know, is it the, you know, am I the one out of touch with reality? No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> right. Man, do I not feel like Principal Skinner a little <laughs> right. bit right now? So the Simpsons, did, yeah. they, they called it again. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they do have a knack for that, right? It's interesting. You're mentioning about watching videos with people. You know, I, I, I'm okay with being wrong and changing my perception. And sometimes I wish I had take backs of past interactions, but, you know, I got to a point where my frustration with TikTok, you know, so he'd come in and say, Hey, I watch TikTok. I think I have ADHD. And I, I know probably I rolled my eyes and thinking, and I would go through this little mini lecture of, well, you know, that's for entertainment. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll be honest, I think I was dismissive to people with that. I mean, I, I think in looking back, I probably looked like a grumpy old man in it without it being necessary. And, you know, my approach changed. And and I think, you know, some things you've mentioned, and and again, I'll keep calling out Russ on this, is that I, um, you know, now I'll say, hey, I'm kind of interested. Like, could, can we, can we watch that video together? Let's kind of talk it through. And so if somebody's coming in for an evaluation, you know, we might, and gosh, the video is three minutes. It's not yeah. like it's this long video, maybe not even that long. Um, and we'll watch it and I'll, I'll kind of say, okay, like here's some valid points that they make. Um, but let me tell you what my role is and why there's, there's other things that we have to consider besides what they said. And wow, is it a better conversation? Like I just sat back going like, man, I missed this opportunity where now I can take that medium that Russ says is a screening tool And I can impart some education and say, hey, it's really good. That's a good starting point. You know, let me point you to the direction of, you know, the Chad website or or maybe an organization who who's going to have some some other information that's going to be not as entertaining, but might be good information for you. And boy, it feels so much more collaborative. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, again, I wish I had some take backs for a couple because I'm sure that I I wasn't my best when I was looking at it in a negative way. Um, but yeah, I think it's, you know, w- we can watch them in sessions yeah. with people and, and, and get why, why did that video connect to a person? Um, and that's the, the other part for me is I've had a few teenagers that'll bring one that connects to them. And, you know, sometimes it's not even the content. I'll just kind of go, yeah, what about that one? Like, you know, you've, you've been in therapy for a while. Why did that resonate with you? And um, the why is important sometimes in, in those cases. So, And I, I think we can then 
take that collaboration even further. Mm. Um, I'm more on TikTok now than I ever was. <laughs> um, I still don't know that it's it's a ton, but I, I'm trying yeah. to make sure that, uh, you know, to um, quote, man, we're, it's like a callback episode. Uh, to <laughs> quote, like, you know, uh, Kristen Zuhani from our um, pop culture metaphor. Right. Man, this is pop culture and I need to do right. my research. Um, yeah, and stay relevant. Honestly, there's a few times when I'll be watching a TikTok video. I don't know how to save them yet. I should, I know there's probably a feature for that. I haven't figured that out, I, nor really tried to explore it. I'll just text it to myself and then I'll bring it back up in a session <laughs> right. because I'm like, oh, you know, this client and I were just talking about this. This is relevant and this right. shows this, you know, in a funny or entertaining way yeah. or a satirical way, or it kind of acts out exactly the concept that we're just talking about. And one, to have a medium that says, hey, we were just talking about it. This is a little bit of validation that this exists. Mm -hmm. um, and especially if they're a client that we've had kind of the TikTok conversation before where they're right. sharing their interest or um, different pieces that they pulled from that. Um, I think it helps to create a better bond between us that they say, oh, you know, I can connect with my clinician because they're doing things that are similar to me. Right. And beyond that, oh, in this similar medium, we're finding things that are connecting on the topics we're talking mm -hmm. about. It just forms more and more connections that I think allow for the treatment to be more, more effective. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. And with this being kind of a living psyched episode, I guess, you know, I, I mentioned that my view now is how do we be better consumers mm -hmm. of things like TikTok? Cause they're, again, I know there's going to be something other than TikTok <laughs> in the near future. Um, whether it's a, a patient or, um, you know, a friend or maybe a parent, um, what's the advice that we can give people on how to be better consumers? Of? Uh, and I think, the first thing is recognizing that it's okay to be a consumer of it. And yeah. just because we're a consumer, you know, the, like I, there was a, again, I, there was my bias there that it was the eye roll. I think similar to you mm -hmm. when talking about TikTok, I need to be okay with being a consumer. And that doesn't diminish, you know, that doesn't diminish it. In fact, it can enhance. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, professionally or personally, let me give myself that permission to consume this new thing and really explore and try to learn because now that I'm trying to be that learner, actually, I think probably after the session, I'm going to go learn how to save videos. <laughs> um, but being able to, you know, enjoy that experience. And right. then beyond that, we can then really work to, to make it useful and valuable. So, you, you know, you shared that, that interest in food for you yeah. being able to say, Hey, this is my, this is my area where I'm interested in. Not every food TikTok is going to right. send you down that rabbit hole, but when there is one, explore it. And also I think the the vetting process is, are there any alternative motives beyond entertainment? Or are they trying sure. to sell me something? And back to the bias episode, am I okay with being sold this product? Or am I okay mm -hmm. with being sold on this idea? And does it have value? Mm -hmm. um, that's the nice thing about TikTok. There's a seemingly endless supply of them mm -hmm. and it's just a swipe away to the next one if we don't connect. Right, right. Yeah, I, I love that idea of permission. And I, you know, again, it, it's, I think that's what kind of changed my view is giving some permission to that. And, um, you know, again, I, I think telling people, hey, it's okay. Like, but let's recognize that it's just one source of information. And, you know, again, cognitive shifting on my part, you know, my guess is most of our listeners have read a bad book at one point in time. You yeah. know, it was a book that we didn't connect with. Maybe the information was bad in it. It wasn't like they exist too. Um, 
But that didn't mean that I took that book and did everything that I, I saw in the book. You know, sometimes I'd go, wow, like this one's not even going to stay on the shelf, uh, you know, or it's not going to yeah. stay in my Kindle. I, th- I think that's my my view. And what I talk to parents and patients about is um, it's just information. Mm-hmm. It's that simple at first. Whether it's good information or bad information or just entertaining information that we need more data on. Like, so we have to kind of say, oh, wow, that's interesting. They brought up that for anxiety. If I do X, Y, and Z, it might help my anxiety. That doesn't mean just go out and do it. Um, Mm -hmm. It means going, okay, let's Google and find out where, where that information comes from. Um, it was interesting. I mentioned the food ones. Um, you know, we're, we're all can kind of go down the wrong direction. I saw something on there, there on a, a TikTok video that I, I was watching and it was about cooking eggs of the it was simple, something really simple. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I've never thought to do that. So, you know, I'm thinking, wow, that's really amazing what they did. So I kind of Googled and then found out like that it was just a video that somebody kind of hacked and made it look like mm-hmm. the eggs came out a certain way that it just actually couldn't happen. Um, I vetted the video, right? Yeah. Like, so I went back and kind of went like, I've never heard you could do that versus going into my kitchen, cracking some eggs and making a mess of, <laughs> of yes. everything. I, I think with mental health or with parenting or whatever content you're seeing on TikTok. It's the same thing. It just is an introduction for us. And then we go and look at it a little deeper. And, you know, what I have found is it's not all BS. Sometimes it's good stuff. Um, and sometimes I go, wow, you know, this is good. I'm like you. I don't know how to save them um, yet. Uh, <laughs> so somebody, maybe a listener can get on social media and send us how to save a TikTok video. <laughs> or maybe I'll get my teenage daughter to help me. But Yeah. I mean, you know, I foresee for me, um, I'm going to start using them differently. Um, and that doesn't mean I'm going to use all of them. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, this is stepping a little bit back into that professional role. Um, I think it'd be cool to have a bit of a catalog, you know, that's the same. I have my YouTube videos that I might are my go-tos. I want to, I want to start having some TikTok videos that are my go-tos that say, Hey, if this is the experience, here's a good short yeah. You know, information that feels well vetted, certainly, you know, vet it yourself, but right. being able to, to kind of have, give a bit of credibility to that and, sure. and yeah, making it just another valuable tool, whether that's in the kitchen or in the therapy right. setting it. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I, again, my, my initial thing was, oh, these are just people who are trying to be famous influencers. And now, yeah, they, they exist. Those people are <laughs> out there. Um, and some of them are honestly Hilarious. Like I think some of what they do is funny. I'm deserving to be famous. <laughs> that, that's right. So some of it I go, wow, that's that's actually pretty creative what they do. But I also think there's some great professionals on there um, that are doing really good stuff and disseminating good information to people. And just because it's all under the same platform, we shouldn't be dismissing it. And you know, I don't know, Paul, maybe one day you and I need a, a, tick, a TikTok video. I, it may be our next, <laughs> next venture. I like it. Uh, another goal to add Just on. not dancing. That's, that's all. <laughs> no, that just, we'll, we'll spare, uh, we'll spare the audience from <laughs> that's that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, um, I, 
how I talk about it even for parents now is, you know, we can we can continue to say, oh, gosh, you shouldn't be watching this. At the end of the day, our kids are watching. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, many of us are watching it. So it's uh, let's use it well. Let's be good consumers. Let's vet it. Um, And sometimes let's just enjoy it. Maybe some silly humor is not bad as that. Maybe that's a good mental health technique itself. So. Yeah. So with that, we'll let you get back to scrolling TikTok as we wrap up on today's episode until next week. Be well, stay psyched. The information contained in this podcast and on the site to practice website is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing in this podcast or on the website is intended to be a substitute for professional, psychological, psychiatric, educational, or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please note that no professional patient relationship is formed here, and similarly, no supervisory or consultative relationship is formed between the hosts, guests, and listeners of this podcast. If you need the qualified advice of a mental health professional or practitioner, please contact services in your area. Similarly, if you need supervision on clinical matters, please locate a supervisor with experience to fit your professional needs.